going on everybody how y'all doing you know what it is it's your boys it's young gorilla and this is damn cam and it's the damn cam and gorilla show you already know what goes down on this nfl podcast today we're going to talk about you know all the games that just went down in week 13 and we got another couple other things going on first and foremost how you doing today damn cam i'm doing pretty good just kicking back eating food you know the usual Oh yeah, eating food's always on your plate. Um, it's hibernation season. Oh yeah, it's getting chilly over here too, man. Texas has been pretty chilly this last these last few weeks. Been in the forties, so it's a nice little breeze going on. It's in the thirties over here. Fucking freezing my ass off cleaning yards. I don't doubt it, man. I don't doubt it. We're getting into the we're getting into the holiday season. Um, all right, well, let's go ahead and get started. Um, we'll go ahead and start off with our slate of week thirteen games. We'll start with the the early afternoon games uh we got the first game i got right here is the saints falcons game saints won it 21 to 16 uh Taysom hill had two touchdown passes 83 rush yards uh he's actually the first quarterback to play a division opponent uh twice in his first three starts and win both of them um it was a good overall game uh the falcons were in it you know the entire time i believe the saints defense was finally pushed to a limit for the first time in a couple weeks. They've held teams to just one offensive touchdown since week nine. Uh, so the question I, I pass to you, damn Cam, is uh, what are your thoughts on Taysom Hill as the future quarterback here for the New Orleans Saints? Um, so right now, I think it's it's too early to call that. I mean, don't, don't get me wrong, outstanding athlete, but I've watched like on the highlights and stuff, some of the throws, dude, it's very questionable for me. For him being a starting quarterback, like I mean, a player of his type is fortunate enough to be on the Saints with great coaching and players all around. So it makes up for any kind of mistake that he can make. But honestly, I mean, it's working right now. But if they can, if they can get like a clinch in like the uh, number one seed and get the bye week around like week sixteen or whatever, if not seventeen, I mean, I would let Jason, uh, Jameis Winston play and see what he can do. Because, I mean, Jameis Winston's proved that he can be starting material. He does make boneheaded uh, decisions, you know, interceptions a lot. But, I mean, you got him on the Tampa Bay Buccaneers at the time. And, you know, he's getting blitzed a lot. You know, his O-line's not the best at the time with them. So, he's getting, he, he has to make up for, you know, the shitty defense they have. But he's just forcing throws. I mean, I think uh, Sean Payton can fix him, though. So, I think... Jameis Winston might take over Taysom Hill if Drew Brees retires this year. I like the thought. Uh, saying the Saints are eight zero without Drew Brees since uh, last season because Drew Brees, you know, he went down for a couple games last season as well, and they, you know, they needed uh, Teddy Bridgewater to step in. We all know how that went. Now he's a starting quarterback for the Carolina Panthers. So you know the Saints, you know, it's just good coaching, you know, and they've always had a good defense. Uh, I agree. Um, the reason I bring up the future quarterback talk is because, you know, there has been uh, talks about Taysom Hill taking over as the next quarterback for the Saints after Drew Brees is gone because we all know Sean Payton and Taysom Hill's relationship is a good one. And, you know, he trusts Taysom Hill, and that's why he gave Hill the starting job over Jameis Winston, even though he came over from the Buccaneers. Yeah. So um, – I think that this was just great. This was good defense by both teams because this was a close game all the way through. And, you know, despite Hill having a good game, you know, he was still limited today. 
So, and the Falcons defense hasn't been putting up the best efforts in the past few weeks or really all season for that matter, in all honesty. So um, it was, it was a good game overall. I don't think Taysom Hill is the future. He's got to do more in my opinion. Uh, if he can stay consistent, he's been consistent since he took over. So if he can keep up this consistency, um, I can believe in him more, but I have to see more from Jason Hill. Well, yes, yeah, think about it, too. As the season goes on, dude, there's going to be so much more film of him. So when it comes to the playoffs, teams are going to be ready. You'll learn what make, what's his weaknesses, what's his strengths. I mean, you get the man moving around. Uh, he can make a play happen. But, like, if you can get the pressure really on him, dude, he, he just crumbles. You know, he, he tries to take off and – Credit to the Falcons for stepping up for the past two weeks on their defense. Out been they've been pretty outstanding. Um, it's just too early for though for Taysom Hill to be named a future QB. I think they'll I resign. Agree. I think they'll resign Winston this offseason, and they'll have them like duel it out, and we'll see it from there. That would be cool to watch. That would be pretty cool to watch. But yeah, like I said. Really good defense from both these teams. Speaking of really good defenses, moving on to the Bengals at Dolphins game. The Miami Dolphins defense has just been really stellar this year. The Dolphins advance to 8-4 and four after winning 19-7 to seven against the Joe Burrowless Bengals. This was kind of expected. You know, uh, the Dolphins have been playing really good this year. It's their best start to a season since 2003. Uh, Tua had 296 yards and a touchdown. Um Pretty, pretty much the highlight of the data was the Miami defense. Six sacks, uh, ten tackles for losses, two interceptions. Cam, the question here is, can the Dolphins make a deep playoff run this year, in your opinion? This year, no. I see them being one and done in the wild card, depending on who they play against. But um, I see a very bright future, though, for the Miami Dolphins. Uh, you know, they're, they're developing to, uh, you know, when he was – you know, the the week that he got benched, wasn't he talking shit about how he thought the NFL was easier and then he gets benched because he was playing poorly? He gets he, – he he talks about how – yeah, he was like, I thought it was going to be easier or I thought it was going to be harder Yeah, and when I got he, here. And then the next game he plays the Rams and Aaron no, Donald and no, then he no, gets no, – no. he, he said that on the, uh, the uh, Broncos game. Right, right. He said that it was – but then the Rams game comes along, and he has to go against Aaron Donald oh, and yeah. that defense. Yeah, and that's what that's shit. what I'm saying. He was playing – I was saying he's playing against the Rams after he makes those comments. No, so, he, like, he goes and makes played, those comments, and he then played he – He played the Rams prior to those comments. And then when he played the Broncos, the Broncos showed him what's up. But, I mean, he, he didn't even do good in the damn Rams game. And then a couple of days later, he goes, I thought the NFL was harder. And then, like, everybody's commenting on the NFL uh, page or whatever. And they're like, dude, you literally were, like, 8 for 22. The fuck are you talking about? He almost didn't even – he almost had a chance to not even play in the NFL because he had, you know, all these injury problems. He was a pretty big risk at, at you know, to start. I mean, if you're if you're the Dolphins, though, do you regret not getting Herbert with that pick? I mean, if you're looking at it now, yeah, because, I mean, if if you put Herbert on the Dolphins, they're just as successful. I don't think they're more successful. <laughs> I think I think their offense would be a lot more explosive. I don't – I I do believe, though, that the Dolphins kind of missed out on Herbert, but in my opinion, it I, was feel, too, I feel like the offenses would still be the same. Like, I still feel like if Herbert was on the Dolphins, the record would still be 8-4, and four, you know – 
uh, I think if if my, if Tua was on the Chargers, they would still have the same amount of losses that they I, have right now. Whatever it is, like nine. I think they're like three and nine. I think they would still be three and nine. All right, even so with here, Tua. So here's a little funny comment right here or question. Um, if the Chargers were to like draft Tua, does the uh, team doctor puncture Tyrod Taylor's lung? Who knows? <laughs> Who knows? Who knows if that was even on purpose too? Like, did he has has like have they said anything or made a statement about him puncturing uh, Taylor's lung or something? I have no clue, but I thought it was like, oh yeah, nope. You're we're gonna put the rookie in. But I was like, about to say, Tyron Taylor has just had a because he did it right before the fucking game, and I couldn't change my lineup. So I had Tyrod Taylor and Herbert on my fantasy, and I was like, "Why the fuck is Taylor not playing this game?" It, well, now it, we know how you really feel about it. <laughs> I was salty. I lost that fucking game by like, uh, what was it thirty points? I think. But I mean, anything could have happened. Tyrod Taylor could have went off, but nope, nope. But I don't care. It worked out in my favor in the long run, so. It, it it sucks for Tyrod Taylor because like this is his this is how it's been for him since he since he you know left the Bills. Uh, well, actually, since he left the Ravens because he was a backup quarterback for the Ravens for his for his career, and then we and then he you know we let him go and he went to the Bills and he got the starting job with the Bills and, and then, since and then since he got his first starting job with the Bills, he has had his job taken over by a rookie because of an injury. And, you know, the rookie has ended up playing, you know, subsequently good enough to where they don't need to put Taylor back in the game when he returns. Yeah, And that's what mean, happened with them at the Bills, and then that's what's happening with him now with the Chargers because he was a starter, and he was playing good. Like, I mean, the, I don't think the Chargers would be any better if Taylor was playing because, you know, the defense needs to play better, you know, for the Chargers. So, you know, that's where I see that. But, you know, it's just been Taylor's – it's just been how Taylor's career has been since he took – He's a he's a pretty good game managing QB. Like if he went to a team that kind of like that runs a lot and stuff. Like let's say like Tannehill never like re-signed with the fucking uh, Titans. Like I could have seen Taylor going there just because like the scheme. Um, they both play like uh, similar characters with between Tannehill and uh, Taylor. I mean they're they're both mobile. Uh, they they can both sling it if they need to. Uh, but they rely on a heavy run game too. Uh, I think that would have been a great fit though if Taylor was to go anywhere if Tannehill wasn't resigned. But um, I don't. I would like to see Taylor get a start again. Like I want to see him go to like, uh, possibly the Jets. I know it's a shitty team to put him at. I get it, but like that's the only kind of team I could think <laughs> right now that has a chance to start him because I, I would say the Jaguars, but Gardner Minshew is their starter. Sam Darnold. Definitely. Sam Darnold. He hasn't really proven too much, but I mean, I'm not. I can't blame him. Same for like Josh Rosen. Like the, they've been on fucking like the worst teams ever to start their careers. <sighs> I feel bad for those guys. <laughs> since since you brought up the Jaguars here, moving on, we got our next game. We got the Jags Vikings game. Uh, this game ended up go, ended up being a nail biter, and it went into overtime. The Vikings won. 27 to 24 in overtime. The Jags have gone through six different kickers this year. Did not know that. I found that out. Neither did I. <laughs> uh, Kirk Cousins had a pretty good game. He had three touchdowns, 305 yards. His one interception was a pick six uh, to start the second half, and he also lost a fumble. Uh, Justin Jefferson had a really good game. He had 121 yards and a touchdown. Uh, 
The Vikings improved to six and six. The Jags have lost eleven straight since winning their opener. Hmm. Um, so my question here is can the Vikings make a playoff push at this point? They're starting to win a lot of their games. They started off this season uh, with a little bumpy road, Dalvin Cook being out a couple games. They finally have him back and healthy. So the question, can the Vikings make a playoff push this year? Uh, do you know what their remaining schedule is right now? All right. All right. So I got the Vikings schedule right here. So they've already played the Packers twice to answer your one question. And so the Vikings got the Buccaneers, they got the Bears, they got the Saints, and the Lions. Mm. That is their remaining schedule here. And they're 6-6. Six and six. They have uh, a win against the Panthers in recent weeks. They're, you know, they're kind of on a bumpy road, I guess, because they do have the loss to the Cowboys a few weeks ago. And then they have, you know, they barely get away with this win over the 1-10 Jaguars. So... Um, but they do have some. They do have some pretty good wins this year. So they do have a one win over the Packers, and they do have. Ooh, that's a tough one. <laughs> it is a tough. It is a tough one. It is a tough one. But they've been playing really good these last few weeks. So and also I- playing kind of bad. So they're 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 a little bumpy. So it's kind of a hard one. So I'll leave this. I'll leave this question to you. Can the play, Can the Vikings make any kind of playoff push? Oh, I think yes and no. It's 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 hard. So you know you know they got the Saints and then the Bears or Buccaneers, uh, Bears, Saints, and then uh, Lions. Um, it's a tough one because I mean the, the Vikings haven't been the same. But I mean, let's see. They've won four of their last five games. But that's what I'm saying, though, because the Lions have low-key been creeping up, and no one's really talking about that. Um, well, I was the- talking about the Vikings winning four of their last five. But the Lions but the Lions are also creeping up as well. We're going to talk more about that also later with the Lions game. So, I th- so with the divisional games, it's hard to say because – it doesn't matter how good a team is or how bad a team is. A divisional game is like something a team preps for all year. And even during the offseason, it's, it's like I can't wait to play these guys and sweep them, hopefully. But it's like, I don't know. I, I can see the Vikings going 8-8. Eight eight. Um, I don't think they beat Tampa Bay, but I think they keep it very close. Um, I think the Lions might pull off the dub, though. And... The Saints, I don't know. I think the Vikings will clap the Saints because the Saints, like, they're the bitch for the Vikings. Like, the Vikings always hold them down and, you know, have their way. But it's like the Bears game, I feel like that's low-key a trap game. I mean, I could be wrong, but, I mean, it's it's iffy for me because it's I – I don't think so. Not this season. It's going to be a tough one. I think that they can win one one of those games that people are thinking that they're not going to win because the Vikings have been creeping up. So, it is a it is a tough one. Uh I think that there's going to I think that this is a surprising season and we've seen a lot. So, I'm not going to I'm not going to rule it out. It's a possibility. That's it's where just... I'm going to leave it because I'm not going to rule it out yet. I... I think 
if the Bears win the game, it's because of their defense, though. But until then, their offense is a fucking question mark. So, I think it's going to take them to at least have nine wins to make it to that uh, seventh seed. But um, I'm not going to sleep on the Vikings. I mean, they have talent all around, but, you know... It's it's just hard because you know there's a there's a lot of weird like games this year for like everybody even like there's like teams coming up out of nowhere that haven't been relatively known for a while. I mean the Vikings have been in it for the past few years, but it's it's just hard because you know it's, since that seventh seed came around, it's just it makes it a lot more interesting though when it comes to the playoffs because it's like now who else can get this because it, it could be like that average team that just you know creeps on in. Um, I think they just have to fix that defense a little bit of theirs, and I think they'll be back at it next year for sure. But until then, I don't think they'll make it this year. All right. All right. So speaking of weird games, this next one was a weird one. The Raiders-Jets game. The Jets almost pulled it off, but, you know, their season is just a whole bunch of (laughs) hopes and dreams just crashing down. (laughs) And the Raiders won – with a go-ahead touchdown in like five with the last like five seconds, they won thirty-one to twenty-eight. The Raiders advanced to seven and five now. Um, yeah, it was a forty-six-yard touchdown to Henry Ruggs the third with five seconds left on the clock. Um, it's the Raiders' first road win against the Jets, believe it or not, since nineteen ninety-six. So, yeah. So let's clap for the Raiders here. You know, good for them on the road against a horrible Jets team, and you're gonna win. Good job. Um, so, you know, uh, the, the Jets actually fired their defensive coordinator, Greg Williams today. Um, don't know why you didn't fire your head coach, but that's fine. Um, so the question for this one is, are the Raiders legit playoff contenders? Their remaining schedule is the Colts, Chargers, Dolphins, and Broncos. So outside the Colts game, you know, but they could beat the Colts cause the Colts are also a little up and down this year. Um, they could win all the rest of their games and go eleven and five. It's a po- it's a possibility. So my question here: Are the Raiders legit playoff contenders this year? Well, I'm gonna have to say yes on that. I mean, yeah, they had a very like sus game yesterday, but you gotta think of a team that has literally put up points against the Chiefs. They beat the Chiefs, almost swept them. But here comes that defense. Though. They're, they're, the defense, though, is very sus. Um, but I do like the Raiders making the wild card this year. Their defense um, is actually pretty sus. They gave up 392 total yards to uh, the Jets. Well, yeah, but like, think, though, like the previous week, dude, they, they almost swept the Chiefs, but they left the player wide open. Um, you know, I don't know who sends a fucking eight-man blitz. You know, you got expect a Hail Mary. You know, you got Henry Ruggs, who's a fucking track star. It was a zero blitz by by the defensive coordinator. Yeah, they on a on a play where they needed a Hail Mary to the end zone. Yeah, but like you you don't just you don't send in that situation because anything happened. I mean, look, if someone's running through the middle, like they could have caught that. I mean, all the wide receivers they only had three people fucking covering the end zone. All he had to do was set up some blocking. They they could have threw it like ten yards, and the guy could have ran it up there. Fucking, you don't you don't play that def- that kind of style of defense or fucking hail mary. You, if you want to send pressure, okay, send four people out there. You know, just have your four linemen go up after them. Don't send the whole fucking team. That's the dumbest shit ever. That's like playing Madden. I'm gonna send the whole fucking punt block team 
while you have all your wide receivers out in formation. All right, cool. Touchdown right there. Um, and that's probably why they fired him. <laughs> I'm, but, like, you can't. I, I, you can't keep their – as the Jets, you can't keep that fucking coach of theirs, dude. Gase is a joke. Yeah, I um, don't know how Gase hasn't gotten fired yet, but they were quick to fire their defensive coordinator off of – I understand it was one play that could have ma- given you your first win of the season. That's why. <laughs> <laughs> like, <laughs> like you could have had your first win of the season. I understand why. But, like, Adam Gase has – you know, you could have won a couple of games earlier this year, but your head coach was the reason why. Yeah, like so, like so, even like when, it's even just when Adam, even when Adam Gase was the head coach for the Dolphins, right? They had one playoff run with him. Okay, um, besides that, like the team was already semi okay-ish before Gase got there. I mean, they were just they got off a rough season, and then, you know they get Tannehill and all that, and then Gase takes over eventually. I mean, he did do decent getting together the Dolphins, but like after that playoff run, they ain't do shit. And then they were always like a they were like it's like watching like the Chargers a little bit when he was in control of the Dolphins. But like Gase, I don't know the like everyone knew the Jets were fucked from his first press conference with the Jets when he signed up uh that that contract to be their coach. He had that retarded looking face of his when he was like, Ooh and like even NF dude NFL memes was like, Oh, the Jets are so fucked right now with that look on his face. And like I understand giving him that one more opportunity as their coach for this year from the previous season because I mean they started off what like one and one and nine or or one and eight some shit like that and then they won like six of their last seven games so he they went seven and nine but you're looking at a mess this year like what what has he done to help rebuild that offense the only draft pick that I like that I paid attention to on the Jets is Mims um. Besides that, you know, I don't see Sam Darnold getting the protection he needs. Uh, I mean, their their wide receiving core is decent, but besides that, dude, there's they they have no run game for Darnold. Darnold has no protection at all. The defense is fucking atrocious. Um, it's just a really bad, really yeah, bad like, team. Like, why? Why would you send somebody like that to rebuild? the fucking team. Like, you should have watched what he did with the Miami Dolphins. I mean, god damn it, you played the man twice a year for how many seasons? I, I still don't think that he's, I mean, yeah, he yeah he had a good, he had a good uh, one season as a head coach with the Dolphins, but I mean, just because you make a playoff appearance doesn't make you a good head coach. Exactly. Um, like I said, he didn't do anything after that uh, that season. What'd they do? They traded away Jay Jahi to the fucking Eagles to go to, the Eagles go to Super Bowl. Um, that, I mean, like, he hasn't done anything. Dude, the man trades away shit. Like, he gave the Eagles Jay Adai for, like, what was, like, a fourth-round pick or some shit like that. And, like, yeah, they got lucky with the Jamal Adams trade with the first-round pick, but they could have got, like, more from that. But, I don't know, a player like that, dude, you couldn't, he was still in his rookie contract. Like, you can't get rid of him. And he was only pissed off about the team because the team was trash because Gase didn't know what the fuck he was doing. And like, you're you're looking at the Jets from, let's well, say when Rex Ryan had control of them from like the late 2000s. You know they had that superb defense of theirs, and then Todd Bowles comes around after Rex Ryan's struggling season. He makes he had Ryan Fitzpatrick as his quarterback, and they went 10 and six that first year as t- with Todd Bowles. 
And then after that, you know, they were like that average team. But since then, you know, for the past, what was it, five, six seasons or whatever, the Jets haven't had a winning record. And the, it's sad for them. Like I, like, I feel sorry for a franchise that has to deal with that kind of, like, leadership that they have where, you know, they have a coach that doesn't know what the fuck he's doing and he doesn't know how to – be on the player's side and figure out what's going on. Like there's, there's a, they have like all the players have like problems with Gase. Somehow Gase has a fucking job still. Even when they had the stadium open back up for players, you have the Jets fans in the crowd going fire Gase, and you keep him around. Like what's he doing? Is he sucking the owner's cock or something? Like what is he doing? He might, he might even be cradling the balls too. I don't know because he's. <laughs> He's still he's still got a job, you know, like despite his horrible coaching, he's still there. And like if I'm Trevor Lawrence, you know, there's a you're looking at the draft and it's like, you know, great talent, but do you want to see great talent get just mentally destroyed? Like he might even get physically destroyed by like that team. Like say they rebuild the offensive line decently. But like the team's still trash. Like, do you want to keep a a, a possible future NFL superstar? mentally down because the team was trash. Like, look at Jamal Adams, dude. Like, the man loved the Jets, and then he got tired of Gase, and he got tired of the losing. Can you blame him for bailing out on the Jets with somebody who's not even trying to fix the problem? I don't I don't blame him for that, no. Yeah, like, people were like, you know, yeah, Jamal Adams did kind of act like a little crybaby about it, but, I mean, he's very passionate about the game, which I like, I like about him, and you know, he's not chasing the bag like that because, you know, the Jets would have probably paid him anyway if they get rid of Gase. But, you know, I don't think Gase was going to get the contract he would rightfully deserve because, you know, he he's like you could put him anywhere on the fucking defense, dude. I mean, he, he, his coverage skills are decent. Uh, he's a great tackler. You know, put him at the line, dude. He, he could be like that little uh, – that was what, what, what kind of – was it a, a sub package or whatever? whatever you would call it for the defense, when you put the safety in as a linebacker. Like, that guy, Jamal Adams, could have done it, and he's still doing it. But he was he's, – he's on a team that has, like, no faith in anything. Like, you know, the, the, the Sam Darnold's trying his best. He's got nothing around him. You know, he's like I say, the only thing he had is, like, a decent receiver. So what, Mims, the rookie, and he has James Crowder. That's it. Besides that, dude, they wasted Le'Veon Bell's career, you know. Um, they didn't try like Le'Veon Bell was. He's not even bad, dude. Like every time he got the fucking ball in his hands, he was getting hit. Like, what do you expect from that? Yeah, like, I, I definitely agree that the Jets, the Jets are just overall terrible. Now, you said the Raiders. To the question that I asked, you said the Raiders are playoff contenders. I don't think they are. I think the Ravens are gonna are gonna sneak in. And take that playoff spot from them. Well, you got to think too. You know, there's other teams fighting for that uh, final, final what three, two, three seeds right there. That's I right. Mean, but they can all they, they can all still fit in there though. That's the thing. It could be the Raiders and the Dolphins but, and the the Ravens. But well, no, because the Browns are doing really that. That means that we would need the Browns. We would need to beat the Browns, which is a possibility. We need to beat the Browns. We need, and then we need the Browns to lose. The Steelers, they they'll probably lose to the Steelers too. But you know the Browns have been doing pretty good, so I'm not going to rule them out to to win. 
but you know that mean we need the that means we need the Browns, you know, to lose a couple games. Whatever. So, but I have. I do apologize though about running off with the Jets. Like that team just got me fired up, Loki. I was about to say (laughs) you just took off with the Jets, man. I didn't think we were going to talk about the Jets a lot because we already know how much of a dumpster fire they are. I know, but you know, I'm I'm helping speaking for the fan base too, for like whoever's listening to this. I mean, I don't know if there's Jets fans listening or if there's Jets fans. Maybe there's there's closeted (laughs) Jets fans. Oh God! All right, well let's let's move on here then, since we're fine. Since we finally realized that the Colts Texans game, the Colts one twenty six to twenty, um, off of a bad snap from the center to Deshaun Watson, and it ended up being recovered by the Colts on a drive where the Texans actually looked like they were about to score. So the Colts win this game uh, reluctantly, twenty six to twenty. Rivers had a good game, two hundred eighty five yards, two touchdowns. Uh, Jonathan Taylor, the running back. Had a pretty decent game. He didn't have a rushing touchdown, but he did have a receiving touchdown. Decent r- rushing yards. Uh, two lost, two fumbles, one lost by Deshaun Watson and an interception. He didn't get to have a touchdown in this game. Uh, despite, you know, playing pretty well, despite not having any weapons, Kenny Stills got released. Will Fuller's on a PED violation, and he is uh, suspended for six games. Um, the Texans defense played pretty poorly today is what really made it worse because you know I mean they were playing really good towards the end of the game but you know to start the game they weren't really getting anywhere and then they finally get something going and then that's when the offense just starts not clicking so it was just a you know bad overall day for the Texans but the Colts you know they stay in it they advance to eight and four and they are tied with the Titans in first place now because of the Titans lost to the Browns that's coming up soon um so damn Cam I'm gonna say this question to you because it's pretty clear that this is coming down to the Colts and Titans at this point. Who do you have winning this division? Uh, I got Tennessee winning it. Um, I do like the Colts team a lot. I don't think Phillip Rivers can get them that far, though. I don't think. I think it's going to come down. Based, I don't know, let's see. The, now I'm second-guessing myself now. So now I'm thinking, you know, the Titans' secondary problem, you know, it's it's head bobbling. I mean, both teams are going to the playoffs regardless. But if the Titans can like turn their defense around, they'll they'll win it. But if the tight if the Colts keep playing the way they are, they'll win it. I, it's so hard because it's they're just two very good teams, and I mean they both beat each other. So um, so let me budge in here. Let me see if this helps make your decision. So let's go over the remaining schedules for the Colts. Got the Raiders, they got the Texans again, and then they got the Steelers, and then the Jaguars. And then for the Titans, they have to play the Jaguars, the Lions, the Packers, and then the Texans. Oh, dude, I like the Titans, then. (laughs) Well, yeah, because here's the thing that I was thinking of. The Colts have to play the Texans again just after playing them this week. So it's going to be – and then the the Texans actually should have won this game, in my opinion – so, you know, it's going to be pretty hard for the Colts to beat the Texans again in, in another short week. Um, the Titans, the you know, the Titans could lose to the Texans, though the Texans are a hungry team, and they're always in it to win it with these division games. So I can't rule the Texans out in any of these games between the Colts and the, and the Titans, despite, you know, them being well, down receivers. So the only reason why, like, I mean – both teams have good running games now. So it's like 
The Texans, their big problem is, dude, they can't stop the run. They cannot stop the run for shit. Um, their defense is not good, but Deshaun Watson is the key to that team. So, in any divisional game, as I was saying earlier, you know, you can't expect a dub all the time. But when it comes to lack of weapons for Deshaun Watson and a very terrible defense, like, I, I – I think the the Titans could just run all over them, like like the Titans usually do. But uh, I think the Titans are more complete right now. Um, they'll get more into the ground and pound a lot more now as the season goes on when it gets colder. Uh, the Colts, you know, I don't think Philip Rivers is the guy to be playing outdoors anymore. You know, with the elements and shit. Um. I just think the Titans can handle it better as the season goes on with the, the last few games that are left because, like I was saying, uh, the Titans run the ball twice as much when it's colder out. Um, I think they got, obviously, a way better run game than the Colts, but the Colts are a very unique team. I But I just think it comes – I think the Titans will get it. I agree. I think the Titans, mainly because I, I kind of want the Titans, mainly because we've already beaten the Colts, and I think that it would be easier to face the Colts than the Titans in the postseason if the Ravens were to get in the postseason. Um, by the schedules, yeah, the Titans have an easier schedule. Um, the Packers game is the only game that I see the Titans losing. So, yeah, I, I agree. I think the Titans are going to win this division uh, and I think the Colts will the Colts will take a wild card. Yeah, for sure. I mean, both teams are going to the playoffs regardless. But unless like some major injury to like X amount of people happens, but like until then, and it's possible. I mean, the thing about like this: so the Titans can lose Tannehill, but still win because they have a fucking monster in their backfield. Like the motherfucker only went to Alabama because other teams were going to use him as a D lineman because of his size, but. Dude, that man could carry – like, the man will carry the whole fucking team, dude. Like, literally carry them. Like, Tannehill could be sitting on the bench or fucking sitting down in Florida somewhere, sipping on whatever he like, and then fucking Henry – fuck it. Put Henry at quarterback and just let him fucking run down the line. Fuck it. He could, he'll do it all. He, I mean, he has a passing touchdown in his career. Uh, he can fucking kill everybody in his sight. Oh, dude, I know this is off-topic, but you know it would be a savage team? If you put fucking DK Metcalf with A.J. Brown and you have Henry. Oh, that'd be nice. That'd be crazy. But unfortunately, <laughs> unfortunately, though, they couldn't rely on Derrick Henry too much this week, which brings me into the next game, the Browns-Titans game. Uh, the Browns won 41-35. to The Browns advanced to 9-3. and It's their best start in a very long time. And the Titans dropped to, you know, to tying in first place with the Colts. Baker Mayfield had 334 yards and four touchdown passes. Um, Really good defense by the Browns today. They held the Titans to seven points in the first half. Um, It was, you know, it was a very unexpected win for the Browns. A lot of people thought this was going to be, you know, a shootout. And if the Titans defense had played a little better throughout this game, I think it would have been more of a shootout than, you know, it being a blowout in the end. Uh, so the question here, though, is who deserves more credit for this win, the Browns' defense or Baker Mayfield? Baker Mayfield. 
And I say that because people keep fucking dick riding him in a negative way. And I've been backing them up since day one. And I think, I mean, yes, like I was saying earlier about the Colts and the Titans, when I said the Titans defense is very sus with this secondary. But Baker Mayfield was on point with his throws. I, I think he, after like the past few weeks of him struggling to read the wide receivers, I think he's done a lot better this game. And I think he will carry on through, through the rest of the season as what he's been doing this past week. Um, Baker Mayfield, what, put up four touchdowns in the first half. Uh, he wasn't making dumbass throws. He, you know, he put the ball where it needed to be. He took advantage of the team. Um, now the Browns' defense, yes, they did good, but come on now, dude. They didn't get those turnovers. The Titans were gonna run all over that defense. I mean, they had a couple picks, fumble recoveries. I mean, Henry never fumbles the ball. He fumbled. They got on it. I mean. They had that bend but don't break defense. But as I was saying about the Browns defense, I think what last week podcast, how like their secondary is like severely damaged right now. Like it's showing, obviously. But fortunately for them, I mean they made the uh the turnovers when it when it matters most. But Baker Mayfield though, I mean, who who here listening to this expected Baker Mayfield put four touchdowns in the first half alone. Nobody in the world. I thought he was only going to put up maybe two against them, and then the running game would take over. But I think their head coach wanted Baker to make a point and prove that he's not, you know, just a little average QB and that he can make Baker Mayfield become the top-tier quarterback. As, like, like if anybody, like, checked out our page on Instagram, I uh, right, like, an hour before the game, I posted a post about what Colin Coward said about Baker Mayfield. And what he said was that the Browns were to lose this game, should they move on from Baker? So I think if Baker actually heard that, do you think that changed his mindset and was like, I'm out here to prove it? I definitely think he has a lot to prove. He still has, he still has to prove some stuff to me. Uh, I think he's doing a lot better. Uh, than he has in his whole career so far since he came to the NFL. He's having his be- he's having his best year in my opinion this year so far. Well, let's let's talk about this though. Um when was the last time he threw an interception? Was it like 6 or 7 games ago? I think he's been a lot more secure with the ball. I mean, yes, he's had some But he's not throwing as much but, these last couple weeks and that's why that's- and that and he, true, and when he does like, throw, he's you know his ro- rolling out to the left and right. When he escapes the pocket, he's better, and he knows it. So when he is throwing, he's rolling out to the left or the right. He's escaping the pocket. He's that gives him time to look down the field and throw, and and that's why he's getting better because he's giving himself more time to throw. He's not good at decision making when he's got little time to throw. He panics in the pocket sometimes. So that that okay, I, I'll agree. And his that. footwork is pretty sloppy still, and that's why he's rolling out so much because he's trying to still work on it some. And I can see it. And I'm not, you know, I don't think that he's bad because I can't say that because they're nine and three. I know they haven't relied on him so much these last few weeks, and I think that's why they've won a couple of the games that they have because in some of the games where they've had to go to Baker Mayfield, he's kind of been a little sloppy with it. So I think he still has to prove some more if they can win a playoff game this year. 
I will say that I was a little wrong about Baker Mayfield. I will admit a little bit of that. But he has to win a playoff game this year. If they, I, I think they can make the playoffs. I'm not saying that. Oh, I'm, they're they're pretty secured. But that. they mean, also can't. I, I think they also may not make the playoffs because here's the thing. I'm looking at their schedule right now. And in my opinion, they can only win one of these games, in my opinion. Like, they could definitely lose all but one of these games. And the and what is it? What's their one win? The Ravens? The game? Jets. Uh, they have the Jets. <laughs> no, I see two games at least. So, so at least one. The Ra- the they can beat. They can lose to the Ravens. They can lose to the Steelers. They can lose to the Giants. Think about this now. The Giants are in it now, and they have been playing good. They have won four straight games. You know what? I'll get the Giants prep for, or not prep. Um. Fuck, I lost what the word I was going to say. Uh, any, whatever. Um, what I can give the Giants, though, is shout out to their head coach of fixing that defense of theirs. That's what's keeping the Giants alive. In, in a Definitely. Shitty, Hold the- in a shitty divisional playoff run, but... The, the, I mean, the defense is literally carrying the Giants right now. Okay, hold but, that thought, though, know. because the Giants game is the next game that we're going to talk about. All right, all right, my bad, my bad. I keep going sidetracked over here. You know, I just get all worked but, up. And I'm just like, I'm gonna talk. <laughs> <laughs> I know you do. But first of all, I didn't, I didn't knock what you said about the Browns beating the Ravens. I'm not looking at you. The Ravens can win this game. Don't tell me that they can't. We can get these guys back. Lamar Jackson's expected to return for the Cowboys game. I don't know if he's going to play. I don't know. We'll see. But we're expected to get majority of our guys back from the COVID list. We beat the brakes off the Browns earlier this year. Lamar's played good against the Browns in the past. So I have no doubts that the Ravens can beat the Browns and surprise everybody with that one. And then everyone's going to be more surprised when the fact that the Browns lose two straight and go and lose to the Giants. Because I think that the Giants are going to pull off an upset and beat the Browns because they just upsetted the Seahawks who have been playing pretty good football, even though some parts are inconsistent. But for the Mm -hmm. most part, the Seahawks with Russell Wilson have been really good this year. And the Giants pulled off that upset. I don't see why they can't do that again. And then, of course, I think the Steelers are going to keep up their pace and beat the Browns again. And honestly, I can only see the Browns. You know, they have the Jets, and obviously everybody beats the Jets. So the Browns are going to beat the Jets. But I can honestly see them going uh, one and three. In these last four games, hmm. it's a possibility. Uh, they they possibly. they probably won't, and but I'm hoping for it. And I and I think it is a possibility, though. Well, what's their record now? Nine. They're nine and three. So if they were to do, so that means they would be ten and six. Yeah. And um, and and at that rate, if the Ravens can win out, which they have a possibility, not saying that they will, but there is a possibility that they can went out with their schedule because they don't have to play the Steelers again. Uh, They have to play the Browns and they have to play the Jaguars and the Bengals. So uh, the Jaguars and the Bengals are wins. And I think the Browns game can be a win. Um, And then there's one more game I can't remember off the top of my head, but uh, we definitely can. So that would mean the Ravens could be 11 and five. And that means that we would take over that spot over the Browns. So there is, so the Browns Ravens game is a big game this year because if the, if the Ravens beat the Browns, then the Browns season is in jeopardy. Possibly. 
It's a but, it's a very big possibility because they can still lose to the Steelers and they could possibly lose to the Giants. So they really need to beat the Giants. They, I think that if the if the Ravens beat the Browns, the Giants game is more important than people think. I mean, you can't like it's the NFL. I mean, you can't sleep on a team, but I don't. I I, I can see the Browns at least winning two more games. I mean, come on, they're they're the the team has been playing outstanding. Um. Fortunately for them, you're right. The Giants and Jets could be their two wins. Maybe the Ravens. You, no, you think they're gonna let the? You think they're they're gonna let the Ravens kick their ass again? Maybe not, not kick. Maybe not you. kick I'm their not ass. Maybe not kick their ass. But we'll win. But we can definitely beat them by a touchdown or more. Hmm. Only one way to find out. I'm not looking at you. Moving on. <laughs> Let's go to the Seahawks Giants game. Uh, since you were so hyped to talk about the Giants real quick and Joe Judge doing a good job. The Giants, with the upset win 17-12 to over the Seahawks, they advanced to 5-7, and and now the Seahawks are sitting at a tie with the Rams in their division. More about that coming up soon. Um, so, so basically, I already know Cam has given up on the Eagles' playoff hopes. So I, I, I knew that this was coming down to these two. Well, I didn't know it was going to come down to these two teams, but I thought that the Washington football team would definitely be in this talk. Uh, here's the question for this one because this is between two teams now. Who's winning the NFC East, the Washington fo- the Washington football team, or the Giants? Uh, let's see. If if the Giants' defense can keep doing what they're doing, I could see them winning it. I'm not taking anything away from what Rivera's done with the football team. Uh, shout out to that. Um, it's. If if you can control the run game against the football team and make Alex Smith throw, and with the pretty solid secondary that the Giants have, I I can actually see the Giants. T- um, wait, no, they already swept the skins. Um, or the football team. So yeah, the yeah, the football team is, swept the Cowboys already. So they only yeah. have to play the Eagles still, and they've already beaten the Eagles once, and they've already played right, the Giants uh, twice. And they lost to the Giants twice already, so they're that's already done. I, so I think the Giants will. I think I think the Eagles could upset I mean, that's sad to say, but I think the Eagles could upset the football team that last game of the season. Oh my god. So I could so see the Giants winning it at what, eight and eight, possibly nine and seven. Dep- I have to look at their schedule. But um well, they have I, to play I the do. they have to play the Browns. We know that much, and they have to play the Ravens still. Oh, oh. yeah, they have to play oh. the Browns and Ravens still. I know the football team still has to play the Steelers. They have them today, actually, the day that we're recording this, which is Monday. Um, they, <laughs> just so people know that day they, at, at one at one forty six p.m. Eastern time, twelve forty six Central time. Holla, holla, chicken dollar. Um. But yeah, so they still have to play the Washington football team still has to play the Steelers, I know as much, and the Giants still have to play the Ravens and Browns. Alright, so we'll say this. Um, if the fucking Giants or let me rephrase, when Daniel Jones comes back, if he doesn't fucking turn the ball over like e- Eli Manning would, then uh, the Giants can win the division. But if the football team stays in control, uh, has more time possession, no turnovers, uh, and put up a decent amount of points with that run game of theirs, I think that the football team could win it all. I mean, it, it's tough. I mean, it's not something to brag about in this division winning it, but 
And when it comes down to like teams that are complete right now, or at least when it comes to coaching now, uh, you got a team that's not falling apart, and it seems like they've gotten on stride on both on between the Giants and the the football team. But uh, I, I'd have to say the Giants. Who do you think? Well, I'm glad you asked because I'm actually going Washington football team. I've said since the beginning of the season, if the Washington football team can get Alex Smith back in the starting role somehow, then their chances to win the division go up because the rest of the division has been horrible since the start of the season. And I knew that this was going to be neck and neck all the way through. I didn't think that it was going to be between the Giants and the Washington football team. That's a shock. But I mean, <laughs> hey, here we are, 2020 football. Um, yeah. So Woo-hoo. I'm looking at the schedule now. I already know the Washington football team plays the Steelers today. Um, I think that they can upset the Steelers because they have a really good defense. And the way the Steelers played against uh, a third-string Ravens team, basically, uh, the last game, uh, it's not you know it's not out of reach. But you know, but but that was also a divisional game. You're right, but I'm finishing. Uh, I think that they can upset the Steelers, though. It's a possibility. But then they also have to play the 49ers, Seahawks, Panthers, and then the Eagles. Um, Now, I think that they can beat the 49ers because they won't have Jimmy G and they won't have George Kittle. Even though they've been playing uh, good football the last two games, I still think that they're very inconsistent and that the football team can definitely have a chance on this one. Um, and then the Seahawks, we just saw them lose to the Giants, which was a big upset. I don't think the Seahawks would let that happen again in the same division, but who knows? They have, they've had to play the Eagles and the Giants, so they've had two NFC East division games, you know, back-to-back, and then they have to play the Washington football team right here down the line. So they've had to play three of the four NFC, uh, NFC East teams in like in like a month and a half span. So you know you gotta you gotta account for maybe them losing one of those, which they just did to the Giants. But you know it's you never you know it's 2020 football. It's up in the air there too. And then the Panthers, Ron Rivera going against his former team that he was coaching. You obviously I know I know it's a different head coach and the system is probably different. But you know Ron Rivera, you know coached a lot of those guys. He knows how they play, so he's gonna have some sort of you know intelligence heading into that game against the Panthers. And then the Eagles, they beat the Eagles in week one. And, you know, the teams were, you know, that was week one. We didn't know what the teams were like in those games. They didn't play Alex Smith. They played Dwayne Haskins, I believe. So um, that game could also be a win. So I think the Washington football team has a chance here, despite their their last couple games being tough games. Um, but I've had faith in them since I said Alex Smith was coming back, so I'm not going to lose faith, and I'm going to go with the Washington football team. They're also the younger team. All right. On to the next. On to the next. Let's go Lions-Bears. This was a pretty close game also. The Lions uh, making up for that embarrassing Thanksgiving Day loss. Um, they lo- they win 34-30 to here, and they go up to 5-7. and seven. The Bears now also... Five and seven. They were five and one at one point, and now they're five and seven. They lose six straight. Uh, the question here is: Should the Bears draft a quarterback with their first round pick? Uh it 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 depends. It's I don't think they'll be able to get the QB that they want with the amount of wins they have right now. Because you're looking at the Jets. If they don't go QB. Then you also have um, 
possibly the Jaguars if they decide to move on from from Minshew for some reason. Uh, who else is out there struggling right now? Um, we got uh, who's out there right now that needs a QB and they're like struggling. Well, the Jaguars need a quarterback. Well, I, well, I like I said, the Jets. If it's true, they won't get a QB. If that's what I kept hearing about, and then if the Jaguars for some reason move on from Minshew for some reason, uh, who's in that third spot? Which, I mean, was it Dallas? Right? I mean, Dallas has Dak Prescott though. I mean, the Falcons could look for a quarterback, but the da- Cowboys haven't even resigned. Dak Prescott to a long-term contract. Do they move on? Well, Jerry Jones apparently, I think he said something about how he he sees Dak Prescott as the future. So I feel like they will come to an agreement at some point. Uh, I mean, it's it's tough because I mean a lot of teams I keep seeing that need a fucking quarterback for the future. Like they're in like the decent uh, win column right now, and. Like, you know, you got the Patriots, you know, are they going to re-sign Cam Newton, question mark. Uh, then you got the Colts. I mean, Phillip Rivers is fucking old as shit. Then you got the Buccaneers. I mean, they had, they could trade down tremendously. Um, there's a lot, like, a lot of these average to good teams out there, those are the ones that need a QB in my eyes. And then you have all these, like, uh, downer teams this season. It's like it seems like that they're pretty confident with the quarterback that they have at the moment. But it's like you got the football team too. You know, they got fucking Alex Smith. He's up there in age and then I mean they're not gonna go Dwayne Haskins as a fucking future. Uh, they only have Alex Smith under contract through twenty twenty two. I think they'll keep him through his entire contract the well, way he's been playing. I know that I know that part, but it's like, do you want to get set up for the future and now? Well, yeah. Okay, so here's – so I'm glad you brought that up. Here's how I here's how I see their situation. So, like I just said, they have Alex Smith under contract through 2022. Um, so, yeah, I think that the Washington football team, they should use their first-round draft pick for a quarterback. Now, hear me out on this one. I know everybody's probably like, why would you say that? But – I don't think Dwayne Haskins or Kyle Allen is your answer. Keep Alex Smith. You're not paying him that much. You're going to have cap. So just keep him. And then you can have Alex Smith breed your first round pick for, for whatever. Or if you want to think about it like that, you could even take a second round quarterback and do the same thing because second round quarterbacks have good potential, but you know, you never know with them. But in my opinion, you could go first round with the quarterback and then use the rest of your picks to, to help, you know, build to help, you know, secure that offensive line. The offensive line needs a little bit of help. Um, you can get you can get another receiver for the receiving core because Terry McLaurin's pretty much doing all the heavy lifting. Um, so yeah, that's the way I see it. You could go first or second round, but I think you should definitely use one of your first like two or three picks on a quarterback for the future, like first round pick or a second round pick, because uh, you know, Alex Smith is only going to be there for a couple. He's not your future. He's 36. So, all right. Let me let me stop you right there for a second. So, when you asked me about the QB shit, so when I said something about the Patriots, are they going to re-sign Cam Newton? They, 
when in begin the season there or are you asking me that question do i think they're signing cam re-signing cam newton or are you just bringing up the situation the situation okay so it's very possible very possible that the patriots don't re-sign cam newton and then that he somehow ends up in washington and plays with ron rivera again um he could sign like a four-year contract with them uh they don't have to worry about a fucking quarterback from the draft. Cause, I mean, let's see if it's like Dallas. I mean, they're they're getting a top five pick most likely. So like, if they don't re-sign Dak Prescott and um, they don't re-sign Andy Dalton, like you could easily look at uh, possibly trading up like a pick or two and getting. Uh, Fields or Trevor Lawrence, like it's very possible with that. And it it's it's weird. So usually, like all the teams you think of that are at the bottom first few picks, like they need a quarterback, but a lot of them do have a QB for the future, and it's like they'll they'll most likely draft other players, and you have all these like possible superstars at the quarterback position coming into this draft and, you know, and anything can happen. I mean, like with Trubisky, the Bears trade up a pick and get Trubisky, like anything can happen. So do you think that they should get a quarterback with their first round pick or no? What, with that? No, was... uh, the Bears. We're on the Bears game. Uh, if, if they can, I would. Okay. I agree, because I don't think Nick Foles or Mitchell Trubisky is the answer right now. I mean, Mitchell Trubisky's playing better than Nick Foles. He's the better option, but neither of these guys are your quarterback. Um, I think the Bears are going to clean – I think the Bears might clean house. They might get a new head coach, get a new quarterback, everything, because Matt Nagy doesn't seem like he's working out as the Bears head coach right now. So that's why I bring up the whole few, the whole quarterback first-round pick situation, because they probably just need a clean house in general. I, I agree, but if you tank where you're at now and hope that you can get the closest pick to getting the quarterback as possible, or what? Because, I mean, I could see if they if, – let's say they get like a top uh, eight pick, right? We'll say like five through like eight. Uh, do you trade Allen Robinson and your first-round pick to move up for a quarterback? Oh, okay. Keep dying over there. I'm smoking. You know me. Uh, <laughs> yes, sir. Uh, I mean, what's the question again? <laughs> so, so say the Bears, right? They're five and seven. Do you tank the rest of the season and and try to get like a top, uh, like a I will say between fifth and eighth pick. Um, and and trade away Allen Robinson. And that first round pick to move up a couple picks to get that QB one. No. So Allen Robinson already wants out. But he's their like only option to add a receiver right now. No, they they have so uh there's I don't know if they have a lot of a lot of more weapons. That's not like disrespect to them, but I mean I only know Allen Robinson. They have this uh rookie wide receiver. Uh I can't think of his name. Starts with an M, I believe. Well, that um, narrows it down. Well, he he's a rookie, 
for them, and I think it's Maloney or Maroney <coughs> or so. I, I I have to look at it, so nobody quote me on that. But he's been pretty excellent, and like his stats obviously probably won't show it. But if you look at his highlights throughout this season, the man can get open. But Foles and Trubisky, they all overthrew him or underthrow it. So and if you get a quor- man- so if you get a quarterback first round that has has potential then maybe Allen Robinson doesn't want out. Maybe he takes the chance on this rookie quarterback. That's true, but you got to think, like like I was saying, because you, you can't say, because like, it's the draft, anything's going to happen. So, like, who's to say that those two QBs that are out there are going to still be on the board when they come to their pick? I mean, Allen Robinson does one out. I, I don't know if it's just because of the coach or what. But with the way the QBs have been playing, it's not looking good for any wide receiver. And, I mean, you got to find a future right there. And um, if you can, if you have what you got to trade up, I'd do it. Like, there's so many teams that could do so much trading right now. Like, if I'm the Bears, I mean, do you take a chance at trading away one of your defensive players and, like, we'll say a fourth and a second or may- maybe that first round pick to move up to like the number one or two spot, depending if possible. I mean, let's look at the Bengals, <clears throat> right? They already got their future QB. I mean, hopefully Burrow comes back to hundred percent after he recovers, but the offensive lines are to... completely different though. That's what I'm saying. But between the bears and the Bengals, they got to rebuild. So, I may, if the if the Bears throw in something nice enough, because I mean they'll still have that first round pick if they trade up their first round with we'll say Cincinnati or whatever, then you know they can get maybe a linebacker from the trade that help out that defense of theirs a little bit, and then they can still draft an offensive lineman. I mean free agency too, with all, they got cap money, so I mean they, they're probably gonna go out spending. I see, I see but, what you're saying, but I think that the Bengals are not gonna trade away their pick because I think they're gonna try to hold that top pick for a really good – for, like, the best offensive lineman in the draft. I mean, very Because possible. they really – because if because if they're very serious about Joe Burrow, they're going to commit and keeping that pick, and they're going to take, like, the best lineman that they can take to protect him. Shit, they better – I feel so bad for the man, dude. Like, everyone expected him to get hurt the way he did. Everybody expected I mean, he was that. on pace to have the record for most sacks taken in his rookie year. He was going to have over 70. Yeah, that's looking more like the Eagles right now. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I don't think they'll, he'll, he'll be sacked more than that, but, I mean, he'll probably get around, like, 60, close to. He's already at, like, what, 47, 48 sacks. Yeah, and I mean, it don't help with Mixon being hurt either because, like, there's no run game. Yeah. Next up, we got the Patriots Chargers. Uh, not not much to say on this one. This was a this was a blowout. It was forty-five to nothing Patriots. Uh, I didn't expect this to happen. I expected this to be kind of like a shootout type game, or maybe like a little less scoring. But it was a runaway from the Patriots. Uh, the Patriots are now six and six. A lot of people a couple weeks ago thought that the Patriots were looking at a top five draft pick, and now it's looking like they might be trying to make a playoff push. Uh, the question I got two questions here because I think both teams deserve to have a little a little discussion here. Uh, the one question I have is the first question is: Can the Patriots make it in at this rate? Well, duh. 
you have Bill Belichick. I mean, the only time the man missed the playoffs in like what since he's took over, I believe, except maybe his first year with them. Don't quote me on the first year part, but it was when Tom Brady tore his ACL. I mean, they had fucking Castle and they went eleven and five and missed the playoffs. But Patriots remaining schedule. Sorry to cut you off real quick, but the Patriots remaining schedule is uh, the Rams, Dolphins, Bills, and Jets. So, oh, uh, yeah, dude, the- I pro- the, it don't matter what the fucking team looks like on the Patriots with Bill Belichick over there, dude. Like, look, they found their new Walmart white uh, wide receiver. I mean, the man had a punt return for a touchdown, and then he had a receiving touchdown. Like, they found their new white guy, so they're good. Like, I'm just gonna stop it right there. Like, they're good. All right. Well, then my next question for you is: uh, Do you think the Chargers could should consider some upper management changes? Um, are you talking about like in the office? Or are you talking about coach? <clears throat> uh, head coach and up. Um, I think they should get a new defensive coordinator. But like I said, like past few uh, podcasts, I mean, the loss of James doesn't help their defense at all. But it, it seems to me like you look at the Chargers, ex- excluding this game with their offense, all right? Um, like, their defense has kind of, like, let them down over and over again. And it's, like, it's weird because, like, like how I said, what, a week or two ago in the podcast, the Chargers are, like, that one team that could be undefeated or winless at the same time. It's, it's, it's mind-boggling right now because there's so much talent, like, and, like, the Chargers, I think they just, they need that one, like, coach. They, they need somebody to motivate that fucking team. Because it's like, their offense is doing their part, except for the pass game. Um, but besides that being their defense, like, they should have beat the Raiders. And, you know, of course, the Chargers had to go fucking take care of it in the fourth quarter. And they almost had it, except the catch was out of bounds or whatever. But I like the Chargers. Next season, if they can get some new coach, uh, new coordinators up in there, I think they should keep their head coach. Um, the team's still young. I mean, they, I think they just need. I, actually, I think they just need more of a veteran presence on the field. I think if you can motivate the younger guys on defense, that they don't have to put in the work as much on offense now. I mean. They, they have a good offense. You just got to work on the defense to keep the teams from fucking scoring every second. Um, but <clears throat> I, could, I, I could see some upper management changes. Some, some, something's got to happen. Um, I think, yeah, I, I actually think that Anthony Lynn needs to go. I think that they should get a new – I think that Justin Herbert should be working with all new coaches next year. Uh, I just don't think, you know, I think Justin Herbert's playing really well. I think he's playing well outside of the whole like coaching struggles because it's definitely coaching issues, uh, in, in the chargers department, but for the, for, and for the first question, can the Patriots make it? And I actually think that they won't, I, I think they will be eight and eight. I think they can, I think they'll win two and lose two. I think they'll lose to the Rams and the bills, but they'll beat the jets and the dolphins. Wow. Uh, Let's see, Bill Belichick. I mean, he's stopped the Rams team before in the Super Bowl. He could, do yeah. It and I think Sean McVay is looking forward to making the Patriots pay or Bill Belichick pay per se. That's true, but 
I don't know. Bill Belichick knows what he's doing. He doesn't need Tom Brady to make it uh, make a push. Um, <clears throat> like you gotta think though. I mean, we did say how they had the most opted out players too. So next season, be be ready for Bill Belichick again. But this year, I think they can sneak into the final spot in that uh, wild card if they win out. Um, I mean, their team's not the most exciting to watch, but I mean, when you have Bill Belichick, like I'm saying, like, dude, you're in you're in every game with Bill Belichick. Like the man, like I put all right. So I put a poll out on our page on Instagram. Do you think Justin Herbert's going to go off or is the Patriots or are the Patriots going to shut him down? I already knew what to expect when it comes to shutting him down, but I didn't think they were going to do it like that. But Bill Belichick does not lose to rookie quarterbacks. You think he's only lost to what Mahomes and then I think one other quarterback. And that was, that was it. Besides that, Bill Belichick don't lose to rookies. He destroys them. And I was expecting the turnovers. Like, I expected two picks. I actually wrote that down on one of my papers somewhere in my, my journal. I got to find that. But um, I expected Herbert to have, like, 250 yards, uh, two touchdowns, and two picks. Um, But the special teams, though, for the Patriots, that's what fucking owned the game, the defense and the special teams. Because their offense didn't do much. They they were decent enough to like put some points up, but that defense of theirs and the special teams they just ran all over the Chargers with that. Um, <clears throat> I do like okay. the Patriots making the playoff push though. Uh, I won't. All right, I won't. <clears throat> I won't rule them out because of Bill Belichick's coaching, but I think that they can be eight and eight. And uh, yeah, I think they can beat the Dolphins and the Jets. Um, obviously, everybody beats the Jets, and the Dolphins have been a little flip floppy, but and the Patriots have been flip floppy too. So we'll see how that goes. All right. uh, moving forward here, let's get on to the Eagles Packers. Uh, uh, the pa- get this one. Well, the pa- <laughs> we can't do that one. We can't do that. Uh, the Packers won thirty to sixteen, uh, advancing to nine and three. Uh, <clears throat> we don't even have to talk about the Eagles because I didn't even have a question. For the Eagles, because this game was a, is about the Packers, because the Packers are looking like a team that wants to win a Super Bowl. Last year, they went to the NFC Championship game and unfortunately fell short to the 49ers. We all know that. Um, but the Packers' remaining schedule is pretty uh, favoring. They have the Lions, Panthers, Titans, and Bears. I can see them winning all those games and finishing 13-3. and three. Uh, I don't think that they're going to get the one seed because the Saints are ten and two, and I think that they can also win out their games. I, so, I honestly, I don't see all that. I kind of, I I'll have to disagree with you on that. I know it's not okay. Well, I'm not. I'm not even. I haven't even gotten to the question yet. So uh, I guess I'll ask the question then, real quick, since you're so jumpy. Even though we're not even talking about the Eagles for once. I know. I'm not talking about them either. I know, but. Uh, can the Packers make the Super Bowl this year? Not just, you know, we know they're getting to the playoffs, but, but not not just win all those games, but, like, get to the Super Bowl. Can the Packers make the Super Bowl this year? For sure. I mean, their defense, it, it's that's since what? I, obviously, last season their defense was good too, but 
their defense is doing their part for once. You know, Aaron Rodgers does not have to carry this fucking team anymore. And he's got a running game. He He's complete <clears throat> everywhere. Uh, you know, except, like, you know, the, besides Devontae Adams, I mean, they could have got another wide receiver in the draft. But other than that, I think the Packers are very well com- complete. Um, the Saints don't really do too hot in the playoff. Um, I think the Pack. I think this is gonna be Aaron Rodgers' year. And I mean, could am I gonna say retirement? No. But do you think with the draft pick and stuff, you know, Jordan Love, do you think he wants to win that one more ring and go? I think. <clears throat> I think. I think this is the year for Rodgers because Rodgers, in my opinion, is in is it's between Aaron Rodgers and Patrick Mahomes for the MVP right now. Mm-hmm. In my opinion, so you know, and I would love to see that in you know the Super Bowl, but obviously I want to see my Ravens in the Super Bowl. But you know, Patrick when- Mahomes is that dude, so I can see Packers Chiefs in the Super Bowl. I think the Packers have the best chance this year. I can see them. I can see them beating uh, every team that's going to the playoffs on the NFC side. The Saints are going to be their biggest challenge. Uh, and the Seahawks, you know, if they make it, and the Rams, if the Seahawks and Rams make it out of those two teams, <clears throat> I think they'll they'll give them a, a good game too. But I can see the Packers, you know, beating everybody that you know and getting to the Super Bowl as well. Uh, Aaron Rodgers should win the MVP over Mahomes, in my opinion. Uh, <clears throat> and yeah, Aaron Rodgers finally has some guys to throw to Alan Lazard. And Robert Tanya and those guys, I think they're both rookies. They both stepped up. And, you know, Devontae Adams, we already know how he is. So Devontae Adams isn't the only guy getting the ball and actually, you know, doing doing good stuff with it. Like Rodgers, you know, the yards after catch for these guys is ridiculous. You know, Aaron, Aaron Rodgers can throw a deep ball, though. We've seen him do that a lot this year, though, too. His arm has been one of the most consistent things this year. Uh, isn't that always so. <laughs> yeah, I mean Aaron Rodgers has been the I mean has been this good for years. It's just been so hard for him to get to a Super Bowl because he needs the guys around, you know, he needs more help around him. He can't do it by himself. Nobody can honestly really do it by themselves. Uh but, you know, the defense has stepped up. They didn't play the defense was playing a little sloppy to start the year, but they've done a lot to improve their defense the last few years. You know, additions like Zadarius Smith from the Ravens, and then you know they got uh, shoot. I'm blanking on that uh, defensive back, uh, Alexander. Yes, Jahir Alexander. They went and got him, and he's been uh, a really big help. So you know they've done a lot, you know, on the defense in a lot of different places to help out, and they've stepped up a lot these last few weeks. So I can see them winning out, or at least maybe just losing one game. And going uh, twelve and four, thirteen and three, and I think that they can make the Super Bowl. You you know it's funny when you brought up Alexander. I if I'm correct on this, I'm pretty sure that's like the best corner they've had since what Charles Woodson. I don't even know Charles Woodson. You don't know him. I mean, I've I feel like I've heard the name, but like he was Hall of Fame uh, uh, defensive back. He played for the Raiders in the 2000s. He he what? He got drafted the same year as Manny. I think they both retired at the same time. And um, he played for the Raiders, and then he went to the Packers, and then he won a ring with the Packers, and then he came back to the Raiders. I think in what 2000, 
14 or 15 and played like two more, like a season or two with them. And then, then he retired. But that was the last time I knew they had like a truly named uh, player in the defensive uh, secondary. <clears throat> well, that's pretty crazy right there. Yeah, that's they, a, they that's a long time. They spent a lot of first round picks on corners and stuff, and it has never worked out. I mean, they also have uh, Amos from the Bears that they picked up, what, last season or whatever. You know, good good help for the uh, secondary also, playing free safety um, or strong safety, one of the two. But their defense, their defense is very well complete for once. Um, offense is always well-rounded. I hope – I actually want to see Rodgers get one more ring. He deserves it. I agree, especially the way he's been playing this year. All right, our next game we got uh, is the Rams-Cardinals. Uh, the Rams won 38-28. to The Cardinals are just on a downward slope. They were 6-3, and three, and now they're 6-6, six and six, so that's three straight. Uh, the Rams, with this win in the Seahawks' loss to the Giants, uh, they're both sitting at 8-4 and four and tied for first place in the division. Uh, so the question here is, you know, this division is pretty crazy this year. Like, the Cardinals, they are in a little, a little slump, but uh, – you know they they can get better. They've got they got the guys to do it. So the question here is, who wins the NFC West? The Rams. You got the and Rams. They're they still have a very good offense, but their defense, dude. I'm dude. Their defense is nasty. They've got yeah. the they got the Patriots, Jets, Seahawks, and Cardinals for their schedule. I I like the Rams just because their defense. Um, you know, with Aaron Darnold and. Um, uh, Jalen Ramsey, and then they got people in the uh, what's his, what's that safety's name? There's um, we just talked about him last week in the podcast, I believe. Uh, what's his name? Gorilla. He had the two picks. It was like a week or two ago. I can't think. Of damn name to save my life right now. Yeah, I mean, you you lost me because like I don't. <laughs> somebody, somebody will know, but their defense is. Their defense is nice. I don't nice. keep up with the Rams. Their defense is nice. They have a very good running attack. Um, they've been getting Cam Akers involved a lot more recently. Um, they got <clears throat> wide receivers are always nice. Uh, it's just I I don't think the the Cardinals defense is going to hold up enough, and I feel like. Since teams have been pressuring Murray a lot, he's been struggling under the the blitz. And I mean, Russell, and like the Seahawks, I mean, they don't have no defense at all. But I mean, their defense has been relatively better the past few weeks, also. But uh, I, I think it's going to go Rams, Seahawks, and then Cardinals. I think the Cardinals will either go nine and seven or ten and six. Uh, Seattle, they'll probably have ten games of their own. I think the Rams will have eleven wins. Um. The whole division's nice, though, overall. I mean, the Niners are just banged up. But uh, I think the Rams are truly <clears throat> in control of that division. But Seahawks, they have Russell Wilson, DK Metcalf. What more can you say about that? Um, Kyler Murray, I like him a lot with D-Hop. But I have noticed when he's been, been blitzed a lot, you know, he can't really get to himself. So I think the Rams are probably the best option right now. Well, if you look, if 
<clears throat> if you look at the schedules, uh, just like on paper, the Seahawks would be the favorite to win because they have the Jets, Washington football team, and 49ers uh, all with losing records right now. Uh, and then you've got uh, the Rams who got the who have the Patriots who have been on a pretty good streak, you know, lately. And then they have the, the Jets, Seahawks, and Cardinals. So you'd think they'd beat the Jets. And then they have two tough division games, you know, to end the season back-to-back. So if you look at the schedules that way, you would think that the Seahawks would be the favorite to win the division. And that's who I'm picking to win the division. I think the Seahawks will win. Uh, I think the Rams could actually lose to the Patriots. Uh, and lose one of those division games to the Seahawks or the Rams, so uh, that would that would give them two more losses, which would give them ten wins, which would give them ten and six. And I think that the Seahawks they could also be ten and six. I think that it's going to come down to the Rams Seahawks game uh, in Week 16 to determine who's going to take the division because the Rams won. Earlier this year, twenty-three to sixteen against the Seahawks. So if the Seahawks can win this game against the Rams, then uh, and and they finish with the same record, I think that would give the Seahawks the win. Uh, it just, I think it would just all depend mainly on divisional wins. Um, I don't know neither of the teams' divisional record right now, but I don't either. I think I think the Rams are two and two. All right, but I don't um, know what the but I don't know what the Seahawks. But you, I don't know but you, the Seahawks division I know, record. Talking about the other teams playing like the Niners, but like you can't, you still can't sleep on the Niners. I mean, even though they're they have a negative record and they have all these injuries, I mean, they're still a decent team. I mean, they did beat the Rams, but division, like I was saying earlier, dude, divisional games go either way, and a team's gonna play to upset somebody, and. I think the Rams are just more complete all around for them to win the division. Do I see them making a strong playoff push? No. Um, do I see Seattle doing it? No, not until they get their defense figured out a little bit more. But the Cardinals, if they make <clears throat> the playoffs, they would be one and done. Um, I, I just think the Rams are just more complete right now and well-rounded. And if you disagree with that, I mean – I can also agree with your disagreement because the NFC West is very talented. It is very talented. It is. I mean, yeah, that's what I'm saying. Like, I mean, I know I, like I said, the Cardinals schedule gets a little nicer. So, but like uh, my opinion on about it, I just like the Rams more unless Jared Goff starts playing like shit, then obviously they're not going to win it. Like if he starts playing like he did last year when he was just struggling a lot, then no, and then then Seattle's gonna win it. But I just think if the Rams continue on the pace that they're at and Jared Goff is not turning the ball over, then the Rams can win the division. But other than that, <clears throat> you Seattle. Yeah, I think that Seattle on if you look at the schedules, they are the they're they're more the favorite. But I mean, this could end up being a three way tie between between all of them. So it's going to come down. It could come down to the division games. It could. Yeah, I mean that. I think that is the most interesting division this year. It's been the most interesting. They've just been, especially in the last couple of weeks, because the Cardinals on a little slope. 
They're six and six now, but they have a little trend. They have a trend coming because you know they got easier games. They got the Giants and the Eagles, and if they can beat both of those teams, then you know. All right. Uh, do we have any more games? We have off? one final game. We got the Monday night game between the Broncos and the Chiefs. And uh, the Chiefs. Did you, say, did you just say Monday night game? I oh did. My. Wow, I did say Monday night game. Yeah, last night, Sunday night football game. Don't, don't do drugs, kids. The Broncos and Chiefs. Well, all right, I'm going to ask. It's Sunday night game, yes. it was, But the Chiefs won 22 to 16, obviously. They're 11 and 1. The question is, will the Chiefs win the Super Bowl again? Uh, <laughs> because I mean, we know that they're gonna probably make a deep playoff run. They might make that. They'll probably get to the AFC Championship game. I mean, it's so realistic, yeah. But I mean, could it? We'll say if Green Bay gets into the Super Bowl, um, yeah, it, it'd be a nice shootout game, I believe. Um, I don't. If they play the Packers, I don't think so. I feel like the Packers might get the the dub on that, but if they play anybody else in the bowl besides the Packers, I think they will. If the Chiefs act, go all the way. So, another good question here: Do you what do you think the Chiefs? Do you think the Chiefs can win out and be fifteen and one? Because the remaining schedule is the Dolphins, Saints, Falcons, and then Chargers. So. Do you see any losses in there? Who's the second the last team? The Falcons. It was it's Dolphins and then Saints, Falcons, Chargers. Well, well depending on the Packers win, um the Packers winning any more games and all that. Uh if the fucking Chiefs secure the number 1 seed, then obviously they'll just lose one more game with backups, but like besides that, um you can't you can't sleep on anybody, and I mean, I love the Chiefs. Don't get me wrong, dude. Like fucking Mahomes is a dog. There's weapons everywhere, but I mean, well, do you see any losses in their remaining schedule? I could see possibly the Chargers winning. Um, what about the Saints Saints game? Yeah, I was about to say the the Chiefs Saints game would be interesting. It it depends how the Saints defense plays. If they show up, then they could. Because, I mean, they do have a good offense, but if the fucking Saints defense shows up and they lock down everybody, which is very hard to do, I'm surprised the Broncos did a decent job about it, except for, like, Kelsey, obviously. But it's it's, it's – I want to say they, they are. And then if they do lose one game, it might be the Saints, but if they play – but, like, other than that, I mean, maybe the Chargers too. But besides that, they'll probably will win out. I don't know. This is hard to say. I would like to say yes, but I also want to say no. I'm kind of like in a disagreement with myself. <laughs> yeah, it's 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 definitely a tough one. I definitely I think that they can get to the Super Bowl for sure. Like I don't know if anybody in the AFC can beat the Chiefs, uh, excluding the Raiders this year. I mean, yeah, the Raiders have beaten them. So if the Raiders can possibly get there, then maybe. But shit, uh, the Raiders swept them. Yeah. Just, you know, there was just a really good touchdown blown coverage on, you know, for the Chiefs during that game. They were able to get the touchdown. You know what it was? They played Jets defense. That's how they lost that game. (laughs) (laughs) 
Yeah. Well, uh, so I guess we're kind of in agreement. It's definitely a big possibility for the Chiefs to repeat the Super Bowl again. For sure, for sure. Um, so real quick before we go, we just got the three games that are coming up. We got two games today and one game tomorrow. So real quick, I just want to ask – I just want to see who we think is going to win and what our score predictions are going to be. So real quick, let's go over today's games. The first game, uh, Washington football team and Steelers. Uh, who do you think is going to win? What's your score prediction? I think Steelers will win. Um, I think it's going to be not very high scoring, but I, I think it's going to – be 24 to 17. I think uh, it's going to come down to Washington having the ball in the final drive and there's a strip sack. Like that's why that's what I think is going to happen. There's going to be a strip sack and TJ Watt's going to recover it. I like it. I like that. I'm actually I know that this is, you know, um obvious pick because you know I don't like the Steelers, but I'm going to pick the fo- the football team for the upset by a field goal. I'm going to I'm going to go 23 to 20 here. Washington football team. I think that it's going to, I think there's going to definitely be an, an interception towards the end of the game by Roethlisberger that helps the Washington football team get set up for their comeback. All right. Yeah, I, I, I could see it. It's, it, it just depends on how the, the football team's offense shows up with the defense that the Steelers have. Yeah. And the Washington uh, football team defense will have to also play really good. Um, who else playing tonight? Uh, Bills. Now? It's the Bills 49ers, actually. That's the that's the night game. Seven fifteen Central, eight fifteen Eastern. Uh, I believe, isn't it a triple header tonight though? No, the Ravens Cowboys is tomorrow. Oh, they pushed it back. That's right, they did push. Yes. It back. So we got Bills 49ers. Bills are eight and three. Forty Niners are five and six. Uh, the Bills have lost four straight games on Monday night. It says here on my thing. Uh, who do you got here? And what's your score prediction? Hmm. Um, I'm going to have to say the Bills, and I think they're going to win, I'll say 31-21. I think Josh Allen will have a decent night, but I think the running game is really going to show up tonight. But I could be wrong, but I just don't see the Niners keeping up with an offense right now. I mean, yeah, they did upset the fucking Rams not too long ago, but with the the Bills being a, a possible Super Bowl contending team, uh, and the Niners with their injury problem, uh, I think the Bills just might get the edge on that. I think it's going to be a surprising run game for once, though, for the Bills. Instead of them throwing it, I think their run game is going to show up heavily tonight. Yeah, I'm kind of with you. I think the 49ers have shocked us the last few weeks, but I think their momentum is going to stop here. I think that it's going to be 35 to 20 to 35 to 20 Bills win over the 49ers on this one. I you know, I think it's going to be very close in the beginning, but I don't think the Niners will show up in the second half. Yeah, it could be. It could be like 14 to 17 uh Bills at half. 49ers get a chance to start. They you know, they fumble or throw a pick on the first drive and it just starts their, you know, downward fall. All right. Let's let now let me ask you. So for tomorrow's game, Ravens Cowboys. I say Dallas is going to pull the upset. Wow, are you trying to get my blood boiling for the last yes. like couple minutes? And yes, I dude. Would it be a podcast of the damn Cam and Gorilla Show if I did not say something to be like I'm not looking at controversial you? alert? All right, I say Dallas pulls the upset and that they win. Uh, 
28 to 24. About that. I wish it was there. I wish we had a game going. This is where I would about that you because, you know, uh, <laughs> Lamar Jackson is expected to return. Even if he doesn't return, we've also got key guys coming back. Uh, as long as Calais Campbell is deemed healthy by the start of the game, Calais Campbell's back. Uh, Jaheed Ward is another a guy that we get back who has been really good on the defensive line front. Uh, we look for my fantasy team's sake. I need Mark Ingram to like score like a touchdown and have decent yards. Mark Ingram is back. J.K. Dobbins is back. So we've got our four-headed uh, monster. All those running backs are going to be there. Uh, even if we have to go with Trace McSorley, uh, we've got we got all of our running backs. Our run game has been is like top five. I think we're still third in the league with our run our run attack, or maybe fourth now. So uh, we definitely got a top five running attack. So as long as we got our running backs there without Lamar, we can use them. Even with Lamar, you know, that adds to that. And then, you know, we get our quarterback back. We won't have Mark Andrews, though, or Willie Sneed, I don't think. But uh, we will have the rest of the guys. Marquise Brown had a good game last week. You know, he stepped up and had some catches. So we'll see if he can keep up that trend. I think the Ravens. Andy Dalton's gonna pull the upset. Yeah, Andy Dalton's playing. We know we know Andy Dalton though. Like we have our history with Andy Dalton. Obviously, yeah, he's, he's, we don't like him, but we're getting... Let me ask you though. I mean, the Cowboys, if they would win this game, though, they would be better than the Eagles, and that would put the Eagles at last place in the division. So, how would that make you no, feel? It no, it would. Yeah, it would because, because you guys are three, eight, and one, and they would be four and eight, and they have one more win over you guys. I thought Dallas only had two wins. Right? No, they're three and eight. So, how would you feel? I mean, I wouldn't give a fuck. It's a better draft pick. I need. We need it. <laughs> we gotta get the offensive line younger. I'm just saying, but no, I think that the Ravens are gonna win. I don't think it's gonna be a big blowout win. I mean, unless Lamar decides to, which would be nice. I would like that, but no. I, I look if y'all if y'all fucking destroy the Cowboys, I just need y'all to make sure that Mark Ingram gets a lot of yards. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Whatever. Need, Have fun with your fantasy. Need, need, I'm cheering for the winning team. I need Lamar Jackson to not do too much, and I need uh, Zeke to be shut down. Well, and then I'm- it, Zeke should fumble the ball once because he's done that a lot. So maybe he'll fumble once and we'll pick it up. Cause Look, I just need y'all to show we're up. We're good I don't scavengers. Care. Fucking, fucking kill Zeke. And then Lamar, don't throw it and, or run it. And then I'll Whatever. What do you mean run. Lamar don't throw it or run it? If he's playing the game, he's going to do one or the other. No, and he's he going to do he it needs, well. He just, no, no. He just needs to pull a Ryan winning and just fucking hand it off to the running back. game. I think it's going to be, let's say... I say we get. Already, I say we get at least three touchdowns, maybe two rushing, one passing, maybe. So, uh, I'm gonna say maybe like twenty. I'll say we get four touchdowns or something like that. So I'll go twenty-eight to fourteen, uh, or twenty-eight to seventeen. I'll say twenty-eight to seventeen. Oh my God. Okay. I, I think that's better, but yeah, because the Cowboys have shown up a little bit these last few weeks, despite them not really winning. But you know, all right, all right, all right, calm down. I can't believe you had to bring up the upset of the century. I had to. I had to. Controversial alert. All right, guys. Well, 
as we as we're ending the podcast, uh, please check out our page and get your you, your friends, and your family your favorite sports teams jersey for these holidays. Uh, go on IG and contact Andrew Gray twenty one. That's Andrew A N D R E W Gray G R A Y twenty one. All right, guys, y'all have a good one. Yep, thanks, y'all, for listening. Y'all have a great night.